Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, and welcome once again to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm John. And uh, we're going to talk today about something fun that might make... (laughs) Might make some introverted entrepreneurs cringe, but we're going to dive in anyway. So check how you feel. We're going to talk about networking. Did you freak out or were you excited? (laughs) Anyway, we're going to make it exciting for you. So some things to consider about networking. Yeah. So there is pretty wide reaching, almost understanding in the business world that your success is based on the size of your network or your ability to network well. But what does that actually mean? Right. It always gets exaggerated in in different areas. First of all, we believe networking is important, but now we're going to define what that means, especially as introverts. So we're not talking about going to random event after random event with thousands of people where everyone hands out business cards or exchanges details details on your phone. We're talking about really quality networking. So think about who your audience is, who is your client. Hopefully um, by this time of listening to us, you've (laughs) had some clarity on who your ideal client is. If not, we've got some resources on our website for finding your ideal client avatar. (laughs) Um, So I really suggest you dive into that. It's absolutely important that you know exactly who your client is and who your audience is. That's going to make networking a million times easier because you are no longer talking to that whole room. There is absolutely no need for you to speak to all those people because not all of them are going to fit into that. So I think I've used this analogy before and I think, I don't know, 10 episodes. I don't know. I'm just guessing how many episodes ago, but it's like you are standing on stage and don't worry, we're not actually going to make you stand on a stage here. But if you are on a stage, let's say in the center of a major sports field and there are 50,000 seats and you've got 10 beach balls that you are trying to throw to people, they throw it back. You're trying to throw that ball to every single one of those 50,000 people that are sitting in front of you. This is a pre-pandemic game. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) It certainly is. That is not what we're talking about. That is not uh, high quality networking. We are talking about being on a stage in a tiny theater and there are 25 people in that audience and you have those same 10 beach balls and you're throwing those out and they're coming back to you, you now have, you've now made connections with those 25 people. You do not need to meet 50,000 people to find value in networking. Absolutely. Because most of those people are not going to be who you're looking to meet. So just like, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall, you know, it's it's a numbers game, blah, blah, all these things. While they have a piece of truth to them, you're going to find it so much easier, so much less overwhelming 
if you are focusing on the networking that you do. If you're joining groups to meet people, different business groups, find places and people that are relevant to your personal business and relevant to your industry. Have people in them who can relate to what you're talking about. It doesn't have to be huge things, you know, like um, mm-hmm. there are lots of little groups that meet regularly and you get to know each other. I'm trying to remember what it's called in our area. The business networking. BNI. BNI is what, what we have around here. And there's only... Um, one person allowed from each different industry and you meet regularly at a certain time and you have to go and you, you really get to know those and you do not sell to them. That's the other okay, key. Yes, you add value. You. Yes. You add value. Different people do presentations. If, if someone knows something who could use someone who can use your service, everyone recommends you get points for recommending each other, mm-hmm. but there's no selling within the group. If you need something from someone else and you, you want to use their service, that's fine. But you don't solicit from each other. The whole idea is to learn from each other and refer each other. Mm-hmm. And because you're having breakfast or, or lunch on a, on a weekly basis, you're really making deep connections with people. That is the kind of group that I think um, an introvert and there's lots, there's lots of different, like we're not saying that's the only option, but that that's something to look into rather than a massive random evening. Right. Mm -hmm. So there, there are lots of options for networking that can feel really, really good for an introverted entrepreneur. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that add value. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the thing with networking. If you are growing your network solely to find clients, then you are not networking the right way. Ooh, yes. Because your network actually becomes your support system. You're not just networking for others to support you. There should be some give and take. Add value, you receive back. You don't just accept abundance. You can, you add value, you receive abundance back. Yes. And I think that the sooner... A lot of people figure that out. <laughs> the mm-hmm. easier it is. Everyone everyone needs a hand. Yeah. I, so. I mean, I don't think anybody ever wants to go to any kind of networking event. And the only thing that you're getting from it is a sales pitch. That's mm-hmm. why sales has an icky feeling, right? Because you're, you're there for community, but that's not what you're receiving. Right. But I think that that is from people who've been given bad advice. You better go to that event and make some sales. Oh, okay. I guess I have to go make some sales. And then they go and make other people feel like crap and don't make any, right? Mm-hmm. People have just been given bad advice. And, and then everyone thinks, oh, these things are terrible, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, one person with the wrong attitude messes things up for others. I mean, well, yeah. I've seen that with people's reactions to MLM. Yeah. People will freak out because one person made them feel uncomfortable one time and then they just paint everyone with that brush mm-hmm. because that person has been given some bad advice. Don't just be selling all the time to people. You mm-hmm. want to get to know people. You want to get to know them because do they even want what you have? Mm-hmm. You start giving someone a sales pitch and they're like, I don't, I don't even, what? Yeah. You know, oh my gosh, I have the best hair product in the whole planet. And you're talking to someone who has to wear a wig. You know, that's not helpful to either of you. It's going to be uncomfortable and a waste of everyone's time. 
So yes. get to know people. Now, on the other hand, if you are building relationship with that person and you get to know them and they, you're able to build some trust and understanding and they know, they just happen to know it's in their back pocket that you, you know, you've got this product or service. And even if they are not the person who needs or wants that product or service, they may know somebody who does. Absolutely. And if you have put them out, like, you know, out of their, you know, really feeling uncomfortable, like all you've been doing is delivering a sales pitch to them. Pitching at them. Yes, pitching at them. (laughs) Not even to, just at. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Then, yeah, you, it's, no, you need to reframe networking as relationship building opportunities. Getting to know people. And and the key is, of course, you know, I mean, I'm a very shy person. I don't want to go out and meet a whole bunch of people. But I do it because I choose where I take that energy. I'm not just going to randomly go to a networking event. I'm going to say, okay, well, what's their, um, you know, philosophy? Who's going to be there? Do I know anyone who's already there? Have a look at, you know, their social media. What kind of attitudes are they putting out? Is this something that I would maybe enjoy going to? If, it, if it's not, then that's probably not for you. But there, there's, there is something for everyone to go in and, and meet people. Yes. Even if it's just an online community. And sometimes I think, especially as introverted entrepreneurs, even though social media can still be draining, finding online communities, even if they're not via a major social media channel, rather like message boards or something like that, finding those outlets where you can jump in when you want to and and step away when you need a break from that. That Mm -hmm. can feel like a a bit of a safer option. And Mm -hmm. Uh, particularly in, in pandemic times, that, that might be the well, only option yes, at this moment. There's a lot less going to meet yeah. strangers. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yes, any of this can be applied to, to the online space. Yes. hundred yeah. percent. But referrals, I mean, we, we, that's advice that we give our clients is to always ask for a referral. How did you enjoy your experience? Oh, you know, if you know someone who might like this, uh, you know, let them know. Like if you let people know that they can refer you, they're more likely to do it than if they don't think of it. People don't think of that mm-hmm. necessarily, but if they have it in their head, oh yeah, you know, they said that they should, re- and you're giving them a compliment as well. I enjoyed working with you enough that I'd be interested in working with your uh, circle yeah. of people. You know, that is, that's a compliment yes. of, of the experience you've had as a business owner. So don't be afraid to ask for that. Yeah, it feels good when mm-hmm. uh, you get a referral, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, yeah, you've seen that you've got some, you know, you've given value to somebody. Absolutely. Which is really, it's a really wonderful feeling. And um, even again, on social media, when people ask for recommendations, I mean, that's a, that's a button looking for recommendations. Yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, you're right, yeah. it is. And when people give recommendations that's all that is higher praise than looking at someone's website yes yeah it is because that's someone's experience social proof is some of the best way like it's one of the best ways to actually create no like and trust with people that were not have never come across you before they haven't been Mm -hmm. in your audience before but a recommendation from somebody that they do trust 
you know, that they know mm-hmm. and they value their opinion can go a really, really long way. Oh, yeah. Like a- any business that if I if I read people's comments and I don't know any of the people, their comments are okay, you know, I'll, I'll take that as interesting. But yes, if I know someone who says, oh my gosh, I loved working with this woman. She was amazing. I had a great experience. She'll totally help you. I'd be like, no problem. Because mm-hmm. I, I respect my friend's opinions. Yes. Yeah. And it wouldn't matter, you know, if their website looks great. Oh, it looks great, but you never know. Like, what's the experience? What's the experience? So, you know, be asking for referrals, having, having that kind of stuff. It, People will listen to that. And that's networking. Yes. Your client who's had a great experience with you becomes part of your network. You've built a relationship with them. You've built trust with them. That that in itself is a piece of networking. Yes. And so it's not always outside of like people you don't know. It's the people who have come to you already. Yeah. That's a great network. And you want to you want to nurture those clients. I mean, depending on what product or service you have, you you would like to have recurring clients in most businesses. Someone who would come again mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and and bring their friends. Perfect. They've had a good time, a great experience, and they're telling people. And that that's a network right there. It is. Yeah. I mean, I. I it comes back to this initial thought that networking has to be massive events with people you don't know. It can be networking. I, I think that we've gotten away from that over the years, certainly this year. Yeah. Certainly this year, there's no massive events. But I mean, on, online, you're, when you're still in the online space, the things that you're posting, the things that you're saying online, watch what you're putting on your business page. Who are you drawing in? Who are you repelling? Be very mindful of all of your posts Mm -hmm. because whether or not people comment, they have formed an opinion on you. So yeah, yeah, just, I would agree that a positive network as well. I want to say something because yeah, so social media are really social. Like those, those are online networks, right? So you Mm -hmm. are, you can come in front of people that do not know you. You do not know them, but you can create connection there. So those, those truly are a really unique piece in terms of, of creating a network. And it's really, really important that you remember relationship when you are on social media. So like you said, Lisa, you know, under, you know, knowing that what you say or potentially don't say has an impact on someone, right? Being able to anticipate, you know, that impact. Mm-hmm starts to become important and being able to interact with the people that are interacting with your content. It should be a conversation, right? right? Networks, you need to have conversations within networks. And so if somebody's commenting on your stuff or reaching out into your private or direct messages, take the time and, and have a conversation with them. And le- I mean, unless they ask you something incredibly specific about your business or your pricing or what you're offering, have a conversation before you start. That is not an invitation to, pitch. to sales pitch. Yeah. Right. I mean, it can, you'll it, know it, from their wording, Yes. but unless they're asking you an incredibly specific business question, that's a conversation. It is. It is. And a good time to ask questions. Yeah. Now that that might lead to a discussion around 
uh, around the work that you do. And, you know, they may, be, sure. they may be asking for something that is typically part of your service or product. Mm-hmm. And it is okay at that point to say, you know, I'd really love to be able to support you. And, and at that point, you can, you know, very gently put a stop to the ask for free product or advice. Mm-hmm. So that is, that is one thing oh, I, I will that's say. That's different. Yes. Yeah. You, need, you do need... If people, strangers yeah. just want to pick your brain, that's totally different. You can still have a conversation where you get to know them. Yes. Um, ask them questions. Sometimes you, you know, we might feel like, oh, they're, they want to know about me and my business and you just, ah, and you're only talking about yourself yeah. or your business. Like sprinkle in some questions, find yeah. out about what, uh, where they're at, you know, the, mm-hmm. I mean, it could relate to how your business can help them. Yeah. But ask them. P.S. is a side here, like an aside. When you actually interact in your DMs and on comments on your social media feeds, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, the algorithm loves that. Mm. The algorithm loves that. It's smart. It knows that you're building relationship. Facebook, the Facebook and Instagram algorithms look for relationship Mm -hmm. and they, the algorithm favors, starts to favor accounts and content that builds relationship. So just keep that in mind as you're, as you're, you know, growing your, your mm-hmm. following and whatnot on social media. Mm-hmm. And, and again, then you're not spending time. Neither of you are wasting your time if it's not something that, that you guys can both build on, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, relationship shouldn't be one way. It's called social media for a reason. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, be social and yeah, it can be hard put time limits on your social time, on your networking time, you will burn out if you just like go crazy with that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you already know that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it is important. So yeah, as an introverted entrepreneur, it is important if you are planning for networking as part of your business strategy for growth, then yes, you also need to include um, you know, periods of solitude or downtime in order to recover from those, those times that you're spending uh, building your network, right? They are, they're equally important for an introverted entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So hopefully we've uh, alleviated some stress around <laughs> your networking and uh, yeah, just uh, don't be, don't be afraid to meet some new people and put stuff mm-hmm. out there and, and uh, yeah. get to know And you don't need people. to meet a hundred new people. Maybe all you need to meet is two. And that just feels so much more open and, and like a relief really. So yeah. Go out all and right. yeah. Have some fun, even if it has to be online during these times. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So enjoy your day and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at Success in the Shy Girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success.